Welcome to Nothing Off Limits. I am your host, Eric Bazden, and on this episode, we're going to discuss the culture change pre-9-11 and post-9-11, and it's coming from my perspective, which is the perspective of uh, someone who was in sixth grade on September 11, 2001, and how that they changed everything that is life as we knew it before i jump into that that's um i tell you if you want to connect with us or connect with me you can find me on uh, twitter at nothing nothing underscore limits and also at my personal twitter account at at eric basden it's at Eric Bazden, you can find me there. And uh, also, um, rate, review, share this podcast if you like it. And, and uh, let's get the, you want the, you got friends or someone you want to hear one of these episodes or, or all these episodes, just share it with them. And uh, maybe, be a, much appreciated because we're just trying to get the word out on some serious issues and this issue the day we're going to talk about is like i said the culture sh- change the culture shock this topic was given me given to me by a friend and it make is it change it's just a, something i have been thinking about lately i just it's kind of crazy that he actually mentioned it to me i was thinking for the last several weeks with all the um with the let's go brandon deal that has gotten really big and and the uh the people using explicitive about joe biden at, at, at um ball games all over the united states for every state every college they're doing it um people are not very happy with what's going on and i started thinking well when did this all change because i don't remember seeing politics and sports is when i was a kid when i fell in love with sports and fell in love with uh, just our, our culture of america fell in love with it because it was not it wasn't political when you turn on a game it wasn't political when you would watch uh, a concert on television it was it wasn't it wasn't like that uh all the time you ever heard of politics whenever you'd go whenever the news would come on for a little bit and then they'd talk about what was going on and and before 9-11, you know, we had our problems. I mean, we heard about the problems, but we never, it never really hit home. We know how bad things could be. Um, the Bill Clinton deal with Monica Lewinsky, uh, that was a big deal to some people because of the more the morality of it. Um, uh, you can have your own opinion about, should he have been impeached for that? Should he have been investigated for, for that? Um, you can go either way on that. People are have their opinions very strong about that issue, but it wasn't. We wasn't like, well, you know, it's going to bring the country down because I I never remember hearing that as a kid. And we had the Bush versus Gore in two thousand, and that was um, the recount in Florida. Because Florida, I mean, if you want something screwed up, just let Florida do it. They'll, they'll find a way to mess it up. I mean, I love going to Florida. I love vacationing down there. I love being around those people in the panhandle. Um, 
I have a great time every time I go. I just wish my stays. I always wish my stays longer. I just enjoy it down there, and and the people. But when it comes to their politics, if you want something really, really to be messed up, let the state of Florida do it for you. And that's pretty much what we've seen in the history. I mean, every like almost every recall has to come from Florida. Now, do they have a good governor now? I believe they do. I believe I, we, we all need to be praying for his wife. I mean, whether you were politically aligned with him or, or what, it shouldn't matter. His wife has breast cancer, and we need to really be uh, thinking and praying for her. She, uh, anyone who is sick like that, and they need to be, they need prayers and uh, support. Uh, it doesn't politics shouldn't matter when it comes to someone's health, and we've learned that it does it have. Politics creeps into our health too much with this uh, pandemic, with COVID. I call it the pandemic. It seemed like all this was planned. Everything's planned out. They just was waiting for a moment to do it. Um, it's a sad, sad day whenever people were celebrating a woman uh, suffering from breast cancer, which has taken the life of so many. But I will say this, and... He he is so so far seems like he's done a pretty good job as governor. He's he's got it where the ports are open. He wants businesses to come to Florida to go to Florida to, to the ports. Bring just they want the cargo ships to come to Florida. They'll just they'll get distributed all over the country. Things could be better. It seems like a lot of those uh, companies are deciding to do that as well because they don't want the, their products sitting on a cargo ship out in the middle of the of the ocean, just sitting there. They don't want that. They don't. It's not profitable. It's not a. It's a terrible business move. So they've got people hired in Florida. And he's done a good job there. But we get back to how we got on the Florida deal is the Gore v. Bush uh, recount, and you, you read about it all the time. You hear, and I hear people on both sides say. One side will say, "Well, they're just trying to steal it from Al Gore," and the other side is saying, "Well, they're trying to steal it from George W. Bush." Okay. That was an extremely close election, extremely close, and it was um, something that first—the first election I actually ever um, kept up with. I was in fifth grade when that that during that time, and I could tell you that I kept up with it. I was amazed. I was amazed by how crazy it was, because uh, you never hear about that. You never hear about election getting going being so crazy and we all got work everybody got worked up but as a kid non-political didn't care about which party did what didn't have any views on that stuff because a young kid uh i thought it was very crazy but then of course we all know what happened george w bush was he won and became president and in 2001 these horrible human beings decided to fly planes into buildings in New York City, the Trade Center. Fly a plane into the Pentagon. Tried to fly one to the cap to the US Capitol, uh, but it was it went down in Pennsylvania. And on that day, we was in class. I remember that day because it was a Tuesday and, on, and at our school on Tuesdays for sixth graders was PE day. And when PE day meant when you're in sixth grade, they're at our school, they were preparing you if you want 
just kind of prepare, basically preparing. You either went to band or PE. Well, I wasn't in band, so I went to PE. And what I noticed was that we were not getting a go at the time that we we're supposed to go. And in, in, in sixth grade, they were kind of teaching us, letting us play a lot of basketball, getting us ready for uh, the next year because our high school is a, is a big-time basketball school. And it come time to go, and we weren't allowed to go, and we just kept sitting there. And, was, and I was sitting there thinking, why are we not going to go to PE? Well, the, the teachers keep running out of the room. We're not, le- we're not learning anything today. What's going on? I was frustrated because I was ready to go to PE as a kid. And uh, they come in, and, and our sixth uh, grade teacher, homeroom teacher, came in. And she said, uh, "There's a plane to hit the trade center. Do y'all know? Y'all know the trade centers are." And so they hit them. And I was, and of course, we didn't know who what the trade the the trade centers were. We the twin towers. We had no idea what they were, what they was even about. We didn't know, but we just were told we, we just kind of she was just in shock, I guess. And we didn't know the aspect. We didn't get to see it on TV until we got home. We went to pee. They, they, they kind of let, let us go, you know, trying to trying to not not scare the kids. Let them go to pee. Let them go to their classes. Let them go to lunch. Let them have a normal day. And then when we went home, every single channel played the footage of the. I mean, every channel. You couldn't turn on. You no matter what channel you put it on. You were going to watch that. And I didn't want to watch that. But I didn't have a choice. That's all we had. And which was actually a good thing in the long run to kind of to let us know how important and how bad this was. You see people jumping out of buildings because they don't want to burn to death. And the next day was it was a Wednesday, so Wednesday, we're in the Bible Belt, people go to church. Church was full. Churches all over were full, all over the country were full. In places where we're not very religious at all, their, their, their churches were full. People were going to church. They were scared. They didn't know what to do. And and everybody came together. They were flying the uh, American flag, which been was being flown all over by everybody. Um, that, it wasn't controversial to be on a patriot then. It was in solidarity. Solidarity. We were attacked, and we're going to stand together, and we're not going. To, we're not going to let this happen again. Um, that was a great day for unity for the country. The day after nine twelve, but something happened very quickly after that. We saw the political realm become more hungry for power than ever before because they knew they could use this tragedy as a means to getting what they want. Because not long after that, if you remember, there was something called the Patriot Act that was signed into law, which has basically, it is, in my opinion, the biggest overreach that our government has ever ever tried and done. This even goes beyond John Adams arresting journalists for saying something bad about his administration. This goes beyond that because now they're 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 spying not only on journalists, they're spying on everybody. They got power. They got unlimited power because of this Patriot Act. 
and it was very clear after as quick as they passed it. It wasn't written after 9-11. It had been written well before then, but it was just waiting. The culture changed. People were scared. They were willing to let the government do more. People's attitudes changed. I, used to, I had never heard adults argue over politics in, in my life until after 9-11. It was like every presidential election was the biggest election in the history of the world. And and by the way, let me say this, and you may not agree with it. If you don't, let's fine. Let's have a conversation about it. If we are scared to death for a presidential election, worry about the outcome, who's going to get it, what they're going to do when they get in there, then we... The people have allowed the presidency to be way too powerful. It's not supposed to be that power. The person sitting in that chair, sitting in the White House, in that position, is not supposed to have that much power to where they affect your everyday life. They're not supposed to have that kind of power. Go read the Constitution where it says, says what, the, what the president is. He's the commander-in-chief of the military. They're not... The country's accountant. They don't figure out how much money the, the country needs to spend. That's for the House of Representatives. He's, he doesn't declare. He doesn't go out and make trade deals. That's for the that's for U.S. Congress. We've given the president way too much power. It's because the president's elections should not be the be all end all for four years, to where. You know, okay, if this person gets elected, I can do this. If they don't, I have to do this. It should never be that way. We should always be able to plan out ahead, no matter who's in there, the way we see fit. We have, we're have we supposed to be a free nation. And a free nation means you make your own plans, you do your own thing, the way you see fit. You raise your kids how you see fit. You don't ask the government, how should I raise my kids during this four years, during this administration? It's crazy and stupid. We should have had to do that. But we've given the president, the president of the United States, too much power. And Congress has given him way too much power. Because Congress doesn't have a backbone. They'd rather the president make all the decisions, do whatever it is he wants to do, and then they can sit back, do their insider trading, become millionaires, stay in there forever, and, and do absolutely nothing. The culture has changed. You don't see people going across the aisle working together. When I say going across the aisle working together, I mean, don't, being civil to one another. People, we are, if we're just, we're just citizens of the United States. We go to work. We come home. We, we do the best we can. Try to live the best life we can. We shouldn't be arguing Democrats bad, Republicans good, or Republicans bad, Democrats good. We should not be doing that. But after that day, it seemed like it was okay to fuss, to fight. And I know there was fussing and fighting Oregon before that, but I, we never saw it much. You didn't see it between people, just normal, everyday people arguing over what's going on up in Washington. Because we've given too much power to the to the government after 9-11. The culture changed. The atmosphere changed. People's attitudes changed. So what are we supposed to do? 
thing that I would advise for us all to do. Let's, let's be civil. Let's be civil. Let's worry about the things that actually matter. Let's worry about our local communities, what we're going, our homes, what we're, and our, our families and friends. Let's worry about what's going on there. Our churches. Last episode, we talked about church gimmicks. It's important for us to be involved with what's going on. We're, we're being conditioned to where people in, 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 in leadership is the most is the best and most knowledgeable ones when we're supposed just to do whatever no matter what we got to be involved i mean pe- parents if you if you go to any ball games parents are very involved with, with their kids development now in athletics even way more so than it was when i was in school and i ain't been out of school for 13 years and they've been they're very, very into what their kids are doing, how they're developed. If we were that involved with not just athletic, but with education, with faith, with local political views, local elections, we would be a much better community, much better country, much better place. So, what are we going to do? Well, what we need to do is we need to look at at, at being pre-9-11 and say, look, we got to we got to get back to being civil with each other. Let them fuss by arguing Washington all they want. We're going to stay together and we're going to be good people. The local community where I'm from, it doesn't matter your race. It doesn't matter your gender. We it don't even matter if you're gay or straight. You're going, you're treated with respect. You're treated really good you're treated with kindness in our community our school when all the racial stuff was going on with different parts of the country with this organization against that organization last year but blm and antifa and all these people um just all this race stuff was being al sharpton on tv every day trying to stir up something else i guess they can get a bigger payday for somebody else um our community didn't didn't buy into that we didn't say we didn't say well we'll white people sit on this side of the of the gym and black people sit on the other side of the gym we didn't do that we stayed together we stayed civil because we knew because those people wanted to do that we were not going to slum it like them we're not going to go and be terrible human beings like them that's why we're strong we're a strong community. Let's use that as an example. Let's do that everywhere. Just being civil. Just loving your neighbor. Doing what's right. Also, pre-9-11, we felt safe. We felt safe. 
As a kid, I I never in, in I never in my wildest dream would have dreamt dreamt that I would saw something like that. Because I was as a kid, you looked at it. We're the we're the most powerful nation in the world. We're safe. We can do. Ain't nobody gonna try to come hurt us because we're bigger and stronger than they are. We're not gonna do any of that. We're not gonna try to attack us. Then after that, you didn't feel safe anymore. You felt exposed. Not only did you have people starting to to go at to go at each other's throat, you had your own security of your nation that you were concerned about. We we don't feel safe today because look, I mean, look what happened in Benghazi. Uh, yeah, with Benghazi with Obama, that was terrible. What happened? It left behind. Seem like the the most anti-American people we put in office, they they, they just havoc, just they wreak havoc. People die. Ambassador Stevens left to die. Look at Afghanistan. We're pulling out. It was so bad. If it wasn't for private organizations getting up the money and people donating money to, to go get these people, they, the, the fatalities right now would be unreal. And it's unreal what's going on because they beheaded, I think, two uh, volleyball players who play for Afghanistan because women are not allowed to play sports. It's wrong. So they beheaded them. Well, ain't that... Because they're, they're, they're so modern now, as we've been told. They're so... They're not going to do that stuff that they, they've always done. They beheaded two women for playing volleyball. And we left our people in that mess. We don't feel safe anymore. We don't feel like a government would even go out of their way to hell. I, don't, I did not think Bill Clinton would leave someone in another country to die if he was, if he was in that situation. I, just never, I don't think he would have done that. Man, I agree with his politics, but I don't think he would have done that. Don't George H.W. Bush would not have done that. Ronald Reagan definitely would not have done that. I mean, those days of those days of being safe feel like they're over. The culture has changed. But we hadn't changed. We we don't have to change. We don't have to go down that down that rabbit hole with, with the rest. We don't have to fall, fall off the cliff with the rest of humanity. One of the righteous of the nation was talking to Glenn Beck, and he asked her, how did y'all become so righteous? She said, the righteous didn't become righteous overnight. We just... Refused to go over the cliff with the rest of humanity. And she, and if you wonder who those were, those are the people who were uh, helping and, and, and harboring the Jews in, not in Nazi Germany and then the nations connecting in that region of the world. She just said, we didn't, we just wasn't going to be like everybody else and turn a blind eye to it. We're going to do something. We're going to do what was right, regardless of what the outcome could have been. And now they're looked at as heroes. And she said, we wasn't hero. We just didn't want to be like everyone else. We wanted to stay civil and do the right thing. So let's just be civil and do the right thing. 
come together, stand together, do what's right. I may not agree with your political stance, I may not agree with your opinion, but I do agree with the fact that you have a right to voice it. And you have a right, but you do not have a right to, to force it on me. I don't have a right to force my opinion or my ways on you. And that is why our founders were so brilliant. And no doubt in my mind, were inspired by God to write our Constitution the way they did. With such vigor. So. So what are we looking at now? We're looking at a country that's broken, but we got a bunch of people who are good and want to do what's right. So. We can do it. There is hope on there is hope on the other side. The culture has changed, but let's change it back. It's not too late to turn back and do what's right. So let's do that together. So if you got any that was that's my all my opinion for that today. Also, if you have something you want to hear or talk about. Go ahead and let me know. I'll I'll do research on the subject and and put it out there for you. Also, um, people, if you're in another nation and things aren't going the way you feel they should, stay strong, stay stay hang in there. It's gonna be okay. Just, just keep just hang in there. Do keep keep doing what's right. Right, doing what's right will always end up well in the end. One way or another. So. That's all for this episode. I'm Eric Bazin and this is Nothing Off Limits.